You're listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. The goal of this podcast is to help business owners be successful and gain the advantage. Nancy has helped some of today's top Fortune 500 companies across a wide spectrum of industries work through their toughest challenges. She can help you too. So if you can't find the solutions you need, there are no more books to read or workshops to attend. The Nancy Gaines Show can be the difference between your success and failure. And now your host, Nancy Gaines. Hi, this is Nancy Gaines, and welcome to the Nancy Gaines Show, where we provide actionable ideas for entrepreneurs to grow their business and be even more productive. The focus of today's podcast is all about how to become a master connector. And I'm super excited to have a very special guest with me, Phil Pelto. Let me tell you all about him. He's the owner of Firestorm, a multi-state professional networking organization specifically for business owners and salespeople in the business-to-business arena. They provide education, framework, and structure for members to build and nurture and leverage strategic relationships to grow their business. His previous experience includes Cutco, Canon, Tom James, Sandler Sales Training, and board member positions. In his spare time, he spends weekends camping, running, and enjoying the outdoors here in Colorado. And his most famous quote, cold calling is punishment for not networking. Welcome, Phil. Thanks for sharing part of your day with us. What else would you like to add to that introduction? I think you covered most of it. That's a good uh, good intro. Thank you so much. Thanks for being here. And you've got a big race coming up here in Colorado, huh? I've got a couple. Yeah. The the next one is the Colfax Marathon. So that's coming up in three weeks. So. And then a, you've got a longer run coming up too? Yep. I've got it. I'll do a 32 miler in June and then a 50 miler in July. Wow. That's amazing. Very cool. <laughs> and you find time to even run a company. So tell us about Firestorm. What inspired you to start that? And how did you expand to so many states here in the U.S.? Yeah, so we started out 14 years ago in Minnesota, and initially, Buddy Chris and I started it, and it was really, you know, we didn't have much of a business plan. It was really just a way for us to control our prospecting efforts, and, you know, like a lot of good entrepreneurs, we had gone to other things that were, you know, claiming to be what we wanted and and thought to ourselves, hey, we can do this better ourselves, and so we did. And, uh, you know, it started out kind of a, a happy hour type thing, and over the years has, you know, grown to, you know, uh, include a lot more structure and port things for for members and and so how we expanded to you know all the different states that we've been in was actually just because I uh, ha- have a, a little tendency to you know a little wanderlust um, so I, I move around a lot and so we first expanded to Arizona when I moved down there and then Florida Colorado Utah and uh, Massachusetts is actually our first expansion to a place that I uh, don't really have any connection to so that's been kind of exciting that is exciting so it just follows you or or you bring it with you. <laughs> right, exactly. And so one of the things, you know, I think we're going to obviously change that because I, I have found a, a deep love for Colorado and I think I'm staying put. So now it's got to travel on without me. <laughs> Very cool. And how is Firestorm different than other groups? Um, people have probably heard of BNI and they've heard of Vistage and other local groups. How, what makes you different? Yeah, so a couple of things. I mean, the first thing is we're, we occupy a space that's kind of between BNI and Vistage. I think there's a, a big gap there that's sort of an underserved market or not served at all. So we focus on business owners and salespeople that are selling to other businesses. So we're strictly business to business, and those people 
are going after clients that are generally between the one and $50 million in revenue range. So that's kind of a big differentiator for us is we just don't allow a lot of the other folks that are in some of those other groups. And then we have a bunch of other things that, you know, I think we get a lot more into long-term relationship building and, you know, the the philosophy behind it is a little bit different. You know, I'm, I'm in this for the long haul and I want people to be building relationships that are going to last, you know, 20, 30, 50 years versus the, the quick hit kind of sell everybody in the group I'm in and then move on to the next one. So those are kind of the two, two big things. So I bet one of the goals of Firestorm is to build businesses through referrals, right? Because that's the easiest way to find a new client when somebody says, hey, Phil's wonderful. You should go do this with him. Yeah, absolutely. And not only is it and you know one of the easier ways to do that, it's actually a much more efficient way, you know, as far as closing percentages are concerned and average order size and customer retention, longevity of your client, you know, overall value. So that's another big reason that I'm I'm such a huge fan of building a business through relationships and through referrals is because, you know, not only do the the referrals make it a lot easier and I don't have to cold call, but the relationships are a lot better and the quality of the clients are better. So that's a big bonus. Yeah, that is so true. I'm a big believer in building business through referrals. You and I, here's the whole crust of this whole podcast. (laughs) You and I had coffee the other day and we differed on one topic. I think that connectors are born. You think that connectors can be made. Let's talk about that. How can somebody learn to be a better connector? And here's what I mean. When I meet somebody, I I instinctively hear, pick up on things or I see something and say, you know, you absolutely need to meet so-and-so who can help you with that particular business problem. And I make the introduction. Other people I don't see do that as naturally. So what are your thoughts on that? Yeah. Well, first of all, I want to agree with you to a certain extent that I think people are definitely born connectors. But I think people that aren't born connectors can become good, proficient connectors. And so, you know, I don't want to uh, discredit your, you know, uh, <laughs> nature versus nurture, you know, uh, side of the argument. But I, I definitely think that it's a it's a teachable and learnable skill that people can can get better at. And one of the things I think the the sort of caveat to that is people have to want to be a better connector and want to to really. I mean, that's kind of the case with anything. You know, if you if you want to quit smoking, I mean, you're never going to, you know, break a bad habit unless you actually have some desire and, and some need to, to do something different. So I think if people, you know, think that they're just fine not being a good connector, then, you know, that's sort of a lost cause. But for people that want to get better at it, I absolutely think that there are some things that you can do that will make you a better connector. And I think it starts with just interpersonal relationship skills and bonding and rapport and, and learning how to deal with people because that's, you know, at the crux of it, that's, that's what it is, is, you know, you're building a relationship with people and whether it's a, a business relationship or a romantic relationship, it's still a relationship. So, um, you know, the, the reasons are different, but you've got to be a, a good people person. So, <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I think that there's, there's a lot of opportunity for people to become better. Totally agree with that. And I'm sure you're going to give us another tip, but just to tell why I think it's important to be a connector that's how business is done. When you connect people, you're going to start to be seen as a connector and people want to almost reciprocity and return the favor. Do you agree with that? Absolutely. It's not our sole purpose, but by default, when you start giving people business, you're top of mind for them to refer back, right? 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's a Zig Ziglar quote that says, you know, you can, if you help enough people get what they want, you'll eventually get what you want. And that's sort of the basis for, for this, you know, philosophy is, you know, I want to go out and I, you know, I'm a, I'm a servant. That's one of the reasons that I lasted so long in this business. And the reason that I'm going to ultimately be uber successful with it is because I love helping people, you know, and that's something that I want to teach other people to do and to teach them that that's a great way to conduct a business. And, you know, if you can help enough people and build value and do things that are, that are in the other person's best interest, that ultimately comes back to you tenfold. And I think if more people had that, that attitude, you know, they, they wouldn't struggle so much because, and it's tough, you know, when you're new in business, you want to go out and you've got to, you know, you've got to be looking out for yourself and you got to be looking out for, you know, deals and, and how do I grow my business? How do I get the next client? How do I get more, more revenue coming in the door? Because you've got to, you know, feed yourself. And so that's sort of a, an interesting, you know, uh, rub, I guess, is when you're new and you need to get those deals in the door, how do you be selfless? with building a relationship and giving to other people when, when you've got to feed yourself. And I think that, you know, you've got to balance those two things and go out and get deals and, you know, do the things you don't want to do with cold calling and knocking on doors and doing the marketing programs and, you know, all that stuff, as well as being, you know, building those relationships. And, and to go back to, you know, your initial uh, comment, I think there's a lot of other things that are related to that, you know, it, building this emotional and, and business sort of bank account with people. You've got to be making deposits in other people's accounts before you can ask for a withdrawal out of it. And Great. I love that story. That's perfect. <laughs> yeah. So, it, you know, and I think that's, it's a simple way to think about it, but it's super, it, you know, it's a good analogy, I think. You know, you've got to be out there making deposits all around town and, you know, in other people's bank accounts. And then, you, you know, you just kind of sit on it until you need something and then you can say, hey, you know what, Nancy, I, I have a, a favor that I need to ask of you. And you know that, you know, I, I've done so much for you that I don't have any problem asking for, you know, uh, uh, for you to do a favor for me. So totally fair. So number one, people need people skills. Number two, they actually want to genuinely, genuinely help people get what they want. How about number three? Like now people know they're supposed to help. They know, they've got their skills nailed down. How do they know what to listen for or what to look for or what to ask to then connect the dots? Yeah, and that's, that's another good question. And I think it goes back to you know, genu genuinely wanting to help other people out. And I think it's a Stephen Covey quote that you know, something like, you know, nobody cares how much you know until they know how much you care. And, you know, it just, it goes to, to the, the idea that you should take an interest in other people's business and be paying attention, you know, because if, you know, these networking groups that people go to, if, you know, you're going to a chamber leads group, or you're going to a BNI group or, or firestorm group or Vistage group or whatever. And your only focus is I want to tell these people what I do. I want them to understand what my business is all about and how they can know if they're in front of a good client for me. And if, the, if people think that that's all you care about, then, you know, it's sort of a inauthentic reason for being there. And so you've got to be on the lookout for, for other folks. And again, I think that's a, that's a learnable skill and you need to understand the benefit of being able to look out for other people. And you need to understand how it's going to ultimately, you know, first off, it helps them out. And then it helps you build the relationship with them. And then it ultimately helps you out because they know that you care about what they do and their business and their success. And ultimately, they will want to help you out and, and reciprocate. So I think that, uh, you know, the mechanics of it and the actual, you know, tactics of 
listening for things that, that will help people in their business, that's a pretty easy thing. But getting people to understand why they want to do it and why it's going to help them in the long term, that's the challenging part. And so I think that that's more of the, the main concern when you're going out and trying to teach people how to network is, is ultimately how is it going to benefit them? Because, you know, we only have a limited amount of time and you want to do things that are, that are going to benefit you and your business. So, you know, that's uh, learning how to how helping other people is ultimately going to help you, I think, is a, a big thing. I think that's awesome. So you actually have a formula to help kind of a, a elevator pitch, we can call it, how other people can listen for how to help. For example, when you're introducing yourself in a networking group, making it easy for other people to help you. Do you want to share a little bit about, I think it was called your elevator pitch formula, but it might have a firestorm <laughs> name. Yeah, no, no, no. It's, uh, I mean, the name is really not important, you know, elevator pitch, 30 second commercial, whatever. But it's, it's important to, to tell people, you know, obviously who you are and what you do. But to give people a couple of options, you know, here's the type of client that I work for work with. And what's, I think really important is when you're at a networking event, to make this the most effective and the most efficient as possible is don't be the first person to talk. Go up and ask a bunch of questions first. And then you can understand what type of person that you're in front of. And you have a couple different versions of your 30-second commercial to give based on you know, what that other person says and, and, and the type of con contact that you're in front of. So if you're in front of somebody that could be a potential customer, or if you're in front of somebody that could be a potential referral partner, or if you're in front of somebody that could be a potential investor, or if you're in front of somebody that could be a potential you know, contact for somebody else in your network, that ever so slightly changes the way that I deliver my you know, elevator pitch or 30 second commercial or intro or whatever it is you want to call it. So I always ask a lot of questions first, get as much information as I can, and then I'm able to sort of laser target my 30 second intro to that person. But just to give you an example, one of the things, so say I'm in front of a potential client, I'll say, you know, my name is Phil Pelto and I own Firestorm. We're a business to business networking organization. We organize events and meetings for business owners to meet, build relationships and share referrals and really help identify who are good strategic partners, facilitate that relationship building process. And typically the types of clients that we work with are, and then I fill in the blank with a couple things, but one of those things is absolutely laser targeted to the person that I'm in front of. So I'll say, you know, I work with clients that are, you know, a million to $2 million in revenue, and they're looking to actively grow their business with relationships. And then the other type of client we work with is somebody that's a salesperson for a large organization. And they're also looking to grow their business with relationships. And, and then I, you know, I know that one of those two things hit the nail on the head, but I, you do it in a way that, you know, you're not slapping them in the face with, you know, <laughs> hey, come be my client. <laughs> so that's a, that's a really good formula. I always say that's uh, the Jerry Maguire, help me help you. Give me something that I can help you with. Just don't give me this generic thing. Make it really specific. Yeah, that's absolutely. Cool. Yeah, great tips on how people can become better connectors. So what happens, and this has happened to me because I love giving referrals, when things start getting lopsided, when I've given all these referrals because it feels good and it's helping people, but I feel like I'm making more deposits than withdrawals. Yeah, absolutely. So a couple of things. I uh, First of all, I, I don't always keep really good tabs on this and kind of intentionally because I, I don't think it's as important of a thing to, to keep checks and balances, but you do know when it's getting lopsided. And when it does get to that point, I just make it a point to go through and sit down with that other person and ask them for some help. 
And I think a couple of another good analogy to use is, and this is where a lot of things go sideways and groups start to go off the rails and, and relationships start to go off the rails is when you do feel like it's getting lopsided and people don't know how to ask for an introduction or they, they feel like they're you know not getting as much out of it as they should. So you've got to make it easy for people. And the analogy that I like to use, you know, you and I live probably what, 25, 30 miles apart, something like that. If I called you up and said, hey, sorry, let's, uh, if I show up on your doorstep and I say, hey, can I borrow a cup of sugar? You're probably going to say yes, you know, because we're friends and you probably have an extra cup of sugar in your house. And hey, what do you, what else do you need? You need some flour, you need some eggs, bacon cookies. You know, it's, it's easy. But if I call you up and say, hey, can I borrow a cup of sugar? And oh, by the way, can you drive it 30 miles to my house? <laughs> You're going to be like, dude, don't you have a 7-Eleven next to you? I mean, you know, that's not really within the confines of our, our friendship here. So I'm kind of busy right now. So the, the point in that is you have to make it easy for other people. And when, when you're asking for introductions, you've got to take all the objections off. So anticipate what those objections are going to be. And typically those are things like I'm busy. I don't have time. You know, it's not my job to prospect for you, you know, that kind of stuff. And you go through, I love LinkedIn. It's a great prospecting tool. So, you know, let's say I was going to sit down with you and ask you for some referrals. I would go through your LinkedIn contacts, you know, find people that you are connected to. It doesn't have to be on LinkedIn. Maybe you're, you sit on a board for something, or maybe I know you're involved with a, a certain um, organization, you know, find people around you that I think you'll be, you'll be connected to that are good prospects for me. I'll make a list of those people. I'll write an intro email as if you were the person introducing me and that other person. And then I'll find their contact information and then I'll sit down with you and say, hey, Nancy, you know, really appreciate our relationship. It's been great so far. I hope those re referrals that I've given you have worked out. You know, I'm, I would really like to grow my business. These are some really hot prospects for me and that I think that you're connected to. Would you mind going ahead and making an introduction for me? And I've taken all the legwork out of it. I've got their contact info. I've pre-written this email introduction. You know, you can just copy and paste it into an email. Obviously, feel free to change it if you want. And that's it. And it takes you all of three seconds to uh, copy and paste and send off some introductions. And I think that that is such a huge thing for people that, that people just don't generally do. And it's, uh, it's such an easy thing, but it puts the onus of prospecting on me. And, and then for you, it's just a, a copy paste. That totally makes sense. I like that. And what about like in my industry, when I work with business owners who typically are not out networking because they've got so much business and they're figuring out how do I manage all this business? Yeah. How do any suggestions how to get in front of those people? The people that aren't out networking? Yeah. So how would I say, hey, Phil, by the way, as you're running around, when you run into this person, can you make an introduction that feels too, too loose? Yeah. And unstructured, unintentional. So, you know, I think it goes back to being really strategic about who you're spending your time with. So, you know, if you're trying to, you're basically trying to multiply yourself because for you to be, to get in front of a bunch of different clients, you know, you've only got so many hours in the day. You want to make sure that you are building relationships with the people that are also doing business with your same client. And so though you got to kind of identify those folks, build the relationship with them, and then you give them the tools to be able to, to pitch you. And so first off, the, you've got to make sure that you're in front of the right people and building relationships with the right people. Second off, you need to make sure that they're top of mind, you're top of mind for them, they're top of mind for you, you know, it's a two way street there. And 
make sure that they've got the tools necessary to identify a good client. Because ultimately, if you're dealing with business owners that are too busy to be out networking, you know, you're not going to run into them at events. You're not going to run into them at, you know, charity things and networking groups and, and that kind of thing. So you need to get in front of the person that is doing business with them because they have advisors. They have, you know, somebody that's doing their credit card processing. They have somebody that's a CPA, an attorney, a banker. Those are the people you want to build relationships with and then give them the tools to identify who that ideal client is. And it could be as easy as, as coming up with a question and they can pull like a Columbo move, you know, when they're at a client meeting and they're on their way out the door and you'd be like, oh, by the way, you know, I noticed you're kind of frazzled right now and, you know, it seems like your desk is a, a huge mess. Like, do you have anybody that you just bounce ideas off of? Do you have a, a coach that you, you talk to? And it could be as simple as that. And then they know based on what the answer to that question is, is that person a good introduction for Nancy or not? And so you kind of got to train your referral partners and they also have to like you and want to, you know, stick their neck out a little bit to, to ask that question. So great answer. And I purposely asked that for a dual reason, one to hear what you were going to tell me, but also isn't this exactly what Firestorm does? You surround yourself with those kind of people that serve similar clients and make introductions? Absolutely. That's exactly what we do. And we, we, I, I want to create, you know, a little mini sales force of, of people that know exactly what I do. And, you know, I like want to go to war with me, you know, and, and are interested in my success because I'm also interested and invested in their success. So yes, that's exactly what we do. And we're, we're building these little mini tribes all around the, uh, the areas that we're in and it's uh it's been super fun so very cool hey are you ready for the signature question everybody gets on this show phil yeah let's do it all right i am passionate about getting people their time back so they can do what they love to do in life so if you had one more day one more hour in your day 25 hours every day what would you do with that extra hour oh man that is a great question i think that i would probably use that time to read I am not a great reader, and my excuse for not reading often has something to do with the lack of time, so I think I would read, or at least do audiobooks. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. Yeah, I've read that millionaires read at least two books a month, and it's not just to read, but they read to learn. Yeah, absolutely, and you know, that's the, my, my challenge with reading is it's never for entertainment, so it's not like super fun stuff. You know, I've got a, a laundry list of books, my, my to-do list, and, and some of them are more dry than others, and so I'm like, ah, do I really want to read that, you know, book called Money? <laughs> it's, yeah, anyway, I would totally do that. Very cool. So for people that are in those states that would like to work more closely with you or learn more about Firestorm, how can they connect, and what websites should they go to? Yeah, absolutely. So we're just myfirestorm.com and they can find information on our existing groups. And there's also a page on the website. If they're interested in starting a group in a state that we're not in, they can reach out to me. And my email address is just phil at myfirestorm.com and they can reach out and we can uh, help them get get something going in a different state if that's uh, their desire or they can get plugged into a group we already have. Perfect. And is there anything else that you want to cover that I didn't even think to ask you? No, I think, you know, just in summary, the the networking and building a network of contacts is such a beneficial and such a powerful thing for a business owner. And whether you do it in the confines of another organization like BNI or the Chamber or Firestorm or Vistage, or if you just do it on your own, you know, finding those people that are going to be good strategic partners that 
have a vested interest in your success and you have a vested interest in their success, it's just so crucial. And go out there and find people to to connect with. And it might take you a few tries. You know, it's like dating. You didn't marry the first person you met. Um, so, you know, you got to go out there and, and see see what works and, and try a few, few different things. So, but definitely do it. Definitely invest some time in it. And if you're not a good connector, if you don't feel like you're a good networker, or you're an introvert, you know, go practice and read some books on it. You know, uh, how to win friends and influence people is a great book on, uh, networking and relationship building as is never eat alone. Keith Ferrazzi. So check those out. Very cool. I learned quite a few things on the show and I'm glad that you're telling people to not just hide behind online marketing. You have to have an online presence and an offline presence if you want to grow your business. Absolutely. So, so true. Thanks so much for being on the show today, Phil. Really cool stuff. And thanks for the tips on, on my business as well. Listeners, I just rolled out a program for business owners looking to systemize their companies in 30 days or less. If you're feeling overwhelmed and overworked, if your desk is looking busy, like Phil said, this program might be for you. We work side by side to actually get systems created, leaving you more time. Learn more at nancygains.com or send me an email, nancy at nancygains.com. And if you love the show, please subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. And until next time, go out and gain the advantage. You've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show, where you can gain the advantage. To schedule a VIP strategy day or speed consulting session with Nancy, connect with her on her website, nancygaines.com. That's nancy, G-A-I-N-E-S, dot com. On Twitter, Nancy L. Gaines. And on LinkedIn, Nancy Gaines. Be sure to check back on Nancy's website for new episodes. Until next time, you've been listening to The Nancy Gaines Show. Go out and gain the advantage.